I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live on this Monday afternoon. And I must say, well, I'm just a little jealous. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to confess it. Hey, uh, welcome to our listeners in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, You would normally be hearing my voice, but also welcome to our listeners in Tampa, Florida. On Faith Talk, 570, 760, and 910 AM, I am uh, the guest host for Bill Bunkley today for The Bill Bunkley Show, as well as doing my program here in Columbus, Ohio on AM 880 and 104.5 FM, The Word. Why am I a little jealous? Well, Bill Bunkley is in Israel. Oh, my goodness, folks, if you have not been and you have an opportunity, go. It'll change your life. It will change your life. So I'm just so grateful that uh, Bill Bunkley is in Israel. Uh, But today... I have the privilege of simulcasting here in Ohio and in Tampa, Florida. So welcome. My telephone number works anywhere in the continental United States, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Saturday was the one-year anniversary of the overturning of Roe versus Wade. A monumental day in American history. Praise God that that unjust, unconstitutional law was finally overturned. And by the way, that's why it was overturned. It was determined to be unconstitutional. So uh, what has been the result? Well, first and foremost a reduced number of abortions, a significant fewer number of innocent unborn babies were aborted last year as compared to the year before. That is the good news. Then there is the controversy, enormous controversy uh, all over the United States, certainly for you folks in Florida, 
Here in Ohio, uh, we have a heartbeat bill on the books similar to what you folks have in Florida. And a federal judge has put it on hold. And ultimately, the Supreme Court is going to have to rule on the heartbeat bills across the country. Now, here in Ohio, and uh, just a little information for those of you in Florida, so you can pray for us, and I mean that sincerely. Most of my listeners here in Ohio are well-informed on this issue. A group of radical, I mean radical leftist, pro-abortion, pro-death people are trying desperately to put abortion in the Ohio Constitution. Yeah. And uh, the amendment uh, would appear on the November ballot. We should know just in a few days whether enough signatures were uh, acquired to put the issue on the ballot. It seems like uh, the proponents of this, again, radical left-wing amendment uh, have received probably enough signatures. So it looks like it will probably appear on the ballot in November. If it were to amend our Ohio Constitution, it would be one of the most radical abortion feats in all of America. Um, abortions without parental consent. Abortions up to basically the day of delivery. It is hard to exaggerate how radical this amendment is. It wouldn't be a law. This would be an amendment to our Constitution. Well, right now, in Ohio, and uh, I should look it up in Florida, right now in Ohio, to amend the Constitution, it takes 50% plus one. That's it. A simple majority. We are the outliers. In most other states around the country, it's usually 55%, 60%, 65%. Here in Ohio, it is a simple majority, and that's why that's why we have had way over 200 constitutional amendments, and some of them really, really, really bad. Well, we are having a special election August 8th to raise the threshold to 60%. A lot of reasons for that. Right at the top of the list, coming in line with other states, making it harder to amend the Constitution. That's just common sense. Look how hard it is to amend the federal Constitution. That's why there are just a handful in 240 years, just a handful of amendments. It should be difficult to amend the Constitution. And so I just want to remind all of my Ohio listeners, and to those of you in Florida, pray. We must pass this initiative in the special election on August 8th to raise the threshold for amending the Constitution. Don't listen to the radical left and the pure lies that are being told about why this initiative, how, and, and so forth. It's very, very important. If that initiative passes on August 8th, it will be much more difficult for the radical abortionists to make abortion 
legal here in Ohio. Ohio has been a pro-life state. We passed the heartbeat bill here in Ohio. Uh, We are, well, anymore, we are barely a red state. Uh, But this is just so incredibly, incredibly important. So uh, all of you here in Ohio, make sure you vote on August 8th. Early voting begins very soon. You can get absentee ballots, whatever you need to do, because the liberal left is going crazy over this. They are pouring millions and millions and millions of dollars, uh, much of it, if not most of it, from outside the state. And they're battling this with everything they've got. Those of us who love life, who love babies, who love freedom, we must make sure that we do our part. It's August 8th, the special election It's issue one, and I plead with you to vote yes. Vote yes. And then, as I said, we should know probably sometime this week whether the uh, abortion amendment will actually appear on the November ballot. So, to those of you in Florida, thank you for indulging me on something really, really important here in uh, the state of Ohio, and I am absolutely serious when I ask you to pray for us here in Ohio that we will stand for life. You're listening to Bob Bernie Live on WTBN in Tampa and WRFD in Columbus, Ohio. Quick break. We'll be back. Bernie Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to our listeners here in Columbus, Ohio. Welcome to our listeners in Tampa, Florida, as I uh, sit in for Bill Bunkley today, as well as doing my program here in Ohio. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I've I've got a lot of news to share with you, Supreme Court news. We've got all kinds of things. So hang with me as long as you can today. A lot of important stuff to get to. But first, I just want to share a, a personal story. All right? And I... I hope it's encouraging and informative. Uh, My Ohio listeners know that I am first and foremost a preacher, a pastor. I love doing the talk show every day. Been doing it now for 23 years on a daily basis, 10 years before that on Saturday. So I've been doing a talk show here uh, in Columbus for over 30 years. And I enjoy it, love it. I am grateful to God for it. But I am first and foremost a preacher. God called me to preach when I was 12 years old. Uh, My wife and I have been involved in local church ministry for over 50 years, and that's my first 
love. Uh, my wife and I have a little ministry called Cross Power. Uh, if you want to know more about it, crosspower.net. Crosspower.net is the website. Anyway, we our desire is to be somewhere every weekend presenting the message of the cross. Yesterday, I had the privilege of being in a tiny little church in Haydenville, Ohio. Uh, Before I was invited to speak at this church, I'd never heard of Haydenville. Never heard of it, even though it's it's about an hour south of uh, where we live here in Columbus. Was thrilled to get the invitation. My wife and I promised when we began our little ministry that we would never ask the size of the church, and we have not. Anyway, uh, began doing a little bit of research. Haydenville was a company town. A gentleman with the last name of Hayden founded the town, had a company, and they made bricks. The uh, Hayden Brick Company or, or whatever. And it was a company town. I've never been in one. Read about them, heard about them. You drive into town, almost all of the houses are just alike. They were built by the company. Uh, the people who worked in the factory lived in the houses. They were owned by the factory. There was the company store. That was the only place you could buy. It, it was a company town. And uh, the uh, founder evidently was a Christian, and he built this church over 100 years ago. And uh, it has prospered, and it has declined, and it was part of the United Methodist denomination. Well, most of you know what's happening to United Methodists around the country. Churches are dying because the denomination has turned from the truth. Not all, but the denomination as a whole. And this little church continued to decline, decline, but... They loved God, loved His Word, and not long ago, they voted to disaffiliate from the United Methodist Church. Now, that's big. And they had to pay. This tiny little church had to pay to leave the denomination. But they did, because their allegiance to Scripture was greater than their allegiance to the denomination. Well, I don't have time to go into all the story. But they reached out to a Bible-believing church about 25 minutes away. An incredible church. I'm, it's out in the middle of nowhere. It is out in the boonies, dirt roads. But my goodness, in the last 12, 15 years, they have had a revival, almost a continual revival. They have exploded in growth. They've built a big, new, modern building. It's God's blessing is just all over this church. Well, the church in Haydenville reached out and said, hey, we don't want to die. We love God. You love God. We love the Word. You love the Word. Would you help us? And they have merged. They have merged. And uh, I, I don't know whether yesterday was the first service since the official merger, but it was one of the first. And I had the privilege of preaching there. And I'm telling you, listen, I have preached in my fair share of dead, dying churches. And it's really discouraging. This church 
there was such excitement. There's 300 people in the town. That's it, 300 people in the town. But they knew they were doing what was right. They left the liberal denomination, took a stand for God's Word, reached out to a real solid Bible-believing church and said, hey, we need your help. Let's work together. And I am telling you, it was so exciting in that little church to see the beginning of revitalization. I mean, it was exciting. It was it was just wonderful. And I, I just I was just reminded: preach the word, God will bless. Preach the word, God will bless. And uh, I just pray for those folks. And uh, as word gets out, because I believe this little church is going to grow, I believe they're going to capture this little town for Christ. I don't think there's another church in the town. And God is going to do something special. And I pray that it will be an example to other churches here in the state and other places Take a stand for God. Stand up for the authority of the Word of God. And then trust God to bring a spirit of revival. There are little churches all over Florida, little churches all over Ohio, little churches all over America that are dying. They don't have to die. They don't have to close. They really don't. Ah, it was an exciting day for me, and I just I just wanted to share that. God is good. All right, we'll be back. <laughs> 